seeking collaborations with influential people, at GZPR, we create passion-fueled collaborations that go beyond traditional representation, a performance agency that onboards new clients every month. Our focus is on POC collaborations. Contact us now at hellogzpr.com, a self-aware public relations agency exploring world perspectives with leading talents. Hello and welcome. My name is Tiffany Farag and welcome to the Get to Know You Cafe. If you would like to support me to continue making these podcasts, you can go to www.buymeacoffee.com slash get to know you WTF. You can click on this link in the show description. A big announcement and new course has started called How to Get to Know You. We'll be giving away the first lesson for free on the website. The link is also available in the show description. In my mission to open conversations and access deeper dialogue, I wanted to hear from you listeners on last week's question and discussion. Last week, Gregory David Roberts and I discussed the question, how do you know you are connected with yourself? We received a number of responses that further deepen dialogue. Joining us today on the Get to Know You Cafe is Claudia. Welcome back, Claudia. Hello and welcome me back. Welcoming me back here. I'm excited to dive into the conversation. So excited to have you back. So earlier you were given the topic from last week's podcast to reflect and you've also listened to the episode. Prior to listening to the different responses, what were your thoughts on the discussion? You mean when we answered right now what I'm thinking? What, how, how are we connecting truly to ourselves straight up like this? Yeah, well, right what, that's it. That's it. Answer the question. What you, what you thought of the discussion between, yeah, between Gregory and I? Uh, no, well, it was a very inspirational conversation, and um, he totally speaks my language. It's I really gelled and thought, you know, wow, yes, I agree. I feel what he said, and to connect oneself, it's almost a mystery. It's but and I feel it's hard to pinpoint it, but when we do. Everything flows. It's that internal flowing. You're on the river, like you're on a river and you're on your little draft and you just lose along. You know, there's maybe a little, there's a curve, but you're still cruising. And you have to check in all the time over and over. We have to be good captains of our little raft. Yes, lovely. I love how you put it there. Yeah, that's so lovely. Was there anything in particular that Gregory said that really stood out to you? Hmm. Well, he said so many things. Um, you know, I mean, the solitary confinement really actually got me because I was trying to envision how that would be. I think that probably something internally happened within with him, inside him. It seemed like when he was in this confinement that he almost found himself or he allowed something to break over and make peace with and shed layers or have some awarenesses and become the person he's currently are himself, this new version of himself. But then, you know, when it seems like he always had that core in him, even when you read about how he approached robbing people and how kind he felt he needed to be kind. So there's this, there's some authentic, to himself 
which was just sort of I guess covered up, locked up because of the life, how he grew up possibly, traumatized by his upbringing, and then everything became a survival mechanism. And then that, you know, finally through, I don't know, we could have, he didn't really completely say, but it seemed like through this solitary confinement there, something incredible happened inside him. Yeah, I like your I like your analysis there. It's like, you know, I love how you you looked at that and he was you know, it must be in his core and I think maybe that solitary confinement it's like, you know, why meditation I think is so mm. good for us because it allows things to come to the surface. It allows right. us to clear out things and then that true we can feel and and truly go within and see what's inside of us or what we're capable mm. of so that probably was like a, a, a true cleansing yeah and even that day he started to write a book and then he they took away some of the script i guess over and over again and he still kind of added there must have been a conviction inside him and a curiosity to grow so, you know, you read about these stories over and over. People ex um, experienced uh, external hardship, that they really went on this incredible journey internally and became this and could endure the out, outer hardship. Nelson Mandela, you know, or there's um, Dr. Edis Eger. She's very famous now, the last Holocaust survivor, right? She talks about this, how she went on these imaginary stories to endure the outer but internally she had the strength and the curiosity and her grounding was Hindu and that maybe was the nurturing soil for that growth or for that peeling back the layer even when you look at the person outside you're like I don't know what's going on and then still so much magic going on inside right yeah absolutely absolutely mm -hmm. it's just so hard to imagine like going through that the 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 two years of solitary confinement and then just not losing your mind. Yeah. Like, you know. Have, yeah, he must have been very structured. I, I you know, I'm, I'm still trying to think how it would be, how you manage a day. And because time, time is also such an interesting concept. We experience, you know, when we're excited, a minute is nothing. And then, or if we're afraid, a minute is eternity, right? It's just... It's just incredible what time does when whatever state we're in. And so imagining how do you experience two years of time with yourself? Incredible, incredible. Like it blows my mind. Like have you ever experienced even a short time like just, you know, I'm sure you've had a few days by yourself without talking to anybody and what was that experience like for you like is that something that you feel at peace with or is that something that you're like oh my god I couldn't wait to just talk to somebody I actually need I know I need to spend time for, with myself just to sort of it just always gives me that um, deeper grounding and but I always I always had this trippy relationship to time <laughs> mm. I, I really sometimes I walk somewhere and I like, wait, did I just walk five steps or have I been in this space for, you know, 10, 15 minutes? It's weird. I always had, I have these, it's not epiphany, but it's this sort of, ooh, time does something really trippy to me. And I, I'm really aware of time and how it changes on me. 
Maybe mm-hmm. it's when I go too much into my head. I can go totally deeply into my head. Up <laughs> to <laughs> my head. I take journeys, you know, faraway places. And yeah, even like the last year was interesting because I'm doing so much also, you know, I'm studying and I'm on, my, on the computer and I talk to all these different people. And sometimes you get lost in that world. Also, again, a mental world we create. And I come out of it and then I was like, wow, I'm still in Germany. I'm still in Germany. <laughs> yeah, because you get lost so deeply into the conversation yeah. and then you're like, what? Flashback, like it stops and then you're like, okay, where mm-hmm. am I right now? Yeah, no, absolutely. I totally understand and can relate with that. And yeah. the concept of time, yeah, absolutely. I think you'd have to, you know, maybe I'm sure like, a week of just sitting with yourself for some people could feel like 10 years and for others it could feel like a day. So you're mm-hmm. absolutely right. That concept of time that we do have individually will shape if we kind of mm, lose our mind or not. Yeah. Yeah. And so he, you know, I'm actually curious. I want to ask him. I want to, <laughs> I'd love to know how he managed what his toolbox had for him or what he tapped into, what powers that he could manage this and then, and then, yeah, could heal so much of himself and become this person. I was this deep wisdom. He has so much wisdom in the way he connects with the world and the surrounding and the message he shares forward now. Yeah, he definitely does. You know, the energy he he's connected to and how he also viewed you, how he, he, um, he referred to your energy field. So, I mean, wow, it's it's beautiful. It is beautiful. I think he does. He shares. A, well, I know he does. He talks about it in his book, the Shantaraman, mm. and also his new book, The Spiritual Path, uh, which mm. I've started reading. So, yeah, there's a lot there that he that he goes into um, that I think you you would like and and um, and understand his journey. Yeah, I want to. I'm I'm totally inspired. I want to look. <laughs> find out some more no i totally understand now that was beautiful so claudia now i'll read some responses where people mm-hmm. shared well actually they asked they raised some questions we have three responses one from melbourne madrid and portugal so the first first question from michael from melbourne he says what differentiates between overthinking and questioning oneself Overthinking and questioning. I think questioning, that's an inquiry. If you ask good questions and you allow the space. So let me back up. There is this beautiful, um, how should I say, practice. It's called contemplation and the art of contemplation. When we contemplate, we calm down, we create a space of inner and inner space of calmness and quietness. And we allow questions to arise. And when we find that stillness within us, then we will be able, we probably, maybe there's things we don't want to hear. Our inner body and our voice will tell us things, but there's no looking away, right? That's why we keep ourselves often so busy and numb ourselves and do all the things so we don't need to listen to our inner guide. And so I would say that questioning can be part of that. We question and we can ask beautiful questions to find answers. And we dig deeper and dig deeper. But um, the, what did you say? The um, Overthinking. 
Overthinking. Wouldn't that be just your own little wheel and you go around and you go around and you go around and you find yourself into this loop where there's no solution because we all do that too. Yes, but when you're questioning yourself oneself too, you don't you don't necessarily come to a solution, no? Do you? I don't sometimes know. sometimes you don't. Like when I like when I you you know, I'm sure many of us question oneself, maybe the solution or the answer comes in a week or in a year. It doesn't necessarily come in the moment. No. Maybe writing would be again, I mean I've spoken about this before. What breaks us out out of that loop, out of that mental you know, going around and going around, maybe by taking a pen and instead of keeping it in our head, we put it through the body somatically in, on the paper and then we don't, if, you know, for instance, you have a dream or some thoughts in the middle of the night and if you don't write it down, you don't sleep well because you go around and around and around and even you think, oh my God, I cannot forget it, I cannot forget it. And then you have a little paper next to you or, mm. or maybe in your phone and you type it, you write it, whatever, even in the morning you, you couldn't, maybe you can't even read it because you were so sleepy. <laughs> but it's gone. It's out of your head and you sleep well. So I think mm. really so, so you're saying, you know? sure. So like you're looking at it from like the point that if you do question yourself and or write it down or uh almost just put it out there it allows for clarity and allows you to have peace and when you do overthink you're not putting it out there you're just letting your mind spiral and so it's yeah. not allowing you to have that peace is that what you're trying to say yeah I mean I can only speak from my own experience but this is how it happens if I I really need to write things down mm -hmm. to get it out of my head if I'm not, it's just crazy. I do things all day and I come back to the same thing. And then there's that overthinking. I think my brain wants to like, let's not forget it. You need to think about this. You need to find a solution. You find an answer. What is it? Or don't forget that task or blah, 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 or call somebody. And it's constantly reminding me that if I write it out, then I'm like, well, I don't need to engage on this. Mm. And I have it there. So you it's let it there, just there. be. You just let it yeah. be, mm -hmm. and go. I don't have to. I don't have to engage with it. Okay, that's yeah. that's different. Mm -hmm. I think for like when I look at it, I would say overthinking is when you don't have questions, where you don't have, you're not able to put your these thoughts that are making you spiral into a question. And yeah. so that's why you're overthinking. Whereas when you're questioning oneself, you have questions. You put things into, you've framed it in a way of a question. So when you find that solution or that understanding or that space to reflect on it, it's a lot more smoother and there's like peace with it. And like with the overthinking, yeah. it's because you can't, it's difficult yeah. to put it into a question maybe. That's what I think I'm, we... Right. I think we said the same thing in different words because that's exactly also the overthinking doesn't have doesn't have the questions. It's just a loop. It's a thought loop going around and around. Maybe it's a task loop, whatever it is, but it's not finding the solution. It's going around. It's like a merry-go-round in your brain. Mm, mm. <laughs> and maybe like another way, another thing, another way to look at it too is like overthinking is overthinking is draining. Overthinking, mm. overthinking, um, you know, makes you tired and makes you mm. like, 
are not able to focus and be around people and not be in the moment. Whereas questioning oneself is something you can, you know, it's like thinking out loud and like, oh, what if blah, 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 or like, why did I blah, blah, blah? And then, you know, you don't necessarily need to come to a, an answer, but it's not, it doesn't drain you and it doesn't waste your energy away. In fact, right. it enhances you. You're like, oh, you know, maybe I don't need an answer or something pops up later and you're able to, like you said, let it be and then maybe come back to it, but it doesn't drain you and, and uh, emotionally, mentally drain you and take your energy. Exactly. That's, I think, and that's the contemplation, right? It's creating that. If we just contemplate the questions, but it, but it build this art of creating that space to host even the questions, while the overthinking is just that mental loop, which could even, as you said, stress and could lead to anxiety. Absolutely. Definitely, yeah. definitely would say it would. Our second response is from Miguel from Madrid. He said, what does it mean to be connected to yourself? What, what, does, does, it it mean? what does it actually mean? What does it mean to you? Claudia, when what I, it- yeah, when I am really feeling content within my own self, there is this, my internal vibration, my authentic self, there's this, yeah, peace, content, chill, um, for lack of a better word, I feel one with myself. Okay, and is yeah, I think that that would mean that to me. I feel connected with yourself. Connected, mm-hmm. sure. And is that something that you feel daily, or is that something that within the day maybe you feel for half the day, or is that something you could feel for a week and then lose it? It, you know, what does that mean? Yeah, everything and the above. <laughs> so it's just it's not something that's consistent you know you fall in and out of it yeah i think we all fall in and out of it and maybe something happens throughout our day we get derailed mm-hmm. and then the, it's not about staying connected i think the key is to have tools to put us back in connection we all can fall down but the question is how far quickly can we get back and ground ourselves and go about our life mm. right that would be to fall. Yeah, that, that that would come down to it too. It's like okay, it, you know, part of being connected with yourself is when you do fall out of that, you're able to yeah. come back. You're able to come back to it. Be, you know, you're able to. You know how to come back to it. You know how mm-hmm. to come back to that centering of of oneself. Yeah, and while you um, were speaking, I said also the connectiveness is really body, mind, soul. It's like really all is really at one with oneself. I think with one is not connected. The depth of that inner peace is not present. It's not present. So you need like all those different elements of self to to feel like you are connected. Like maybe mentally or emotionally you feel connected, but physically your body's not connected with, you know, it's it's got like these knots in it. Right. Um, we can all like, relate to that. Imagine you go for a walk or a run, do something for your body, and you feel already good. And then you sit there, maybe with a cup of tea or coffee in nature, and the sun shines, and the birds are singing, and there's 
you maybe just, you know, it's aligned, you feel good about your body, you feel good in that moment, you feel present, and maybe something, you know, you have no stress, in that you follow, you did your tasks, you had spoken to a friend or somebody said, I miss you. And suddenly you have this inner peace, this, you're like, well, connectedness. Mm, mm. It's interesting. Sure. No, no. I like how you have that. And that's what it means to you. It's so interesting. Mm. Like when you hear what it means to everybody else, like what it means to be connected with yourself. Like some people are like, I don't know what that means. I don't feel mm. uh, like I am connected with myself or is that even possible? Like, can I like, I don't think it's possible to be connected with, with yourself. That's why maybe we see connections with other humans. Mm. Well, I think, again, everything is so intertwined, right? So mm. everything, we, we feel we are not alone and we have connection. When we feel connected to this planet, to nature, to animals, the, then our connectedness is even deeper. If we sit in the grass mm. and we feel the grass and we feel the sun and we really enjoy what nature can give us there's an energy right and then it, it spirals out further so when we have this connectedness maybe ignites trust maybe then we could just flow maybe it ignites self-confidence maybe it gives us this energy to move into action to go um, realize our dreams we feel fulfilled we're like i'm gonna do this now this is it i, I got this today is today because suddenly we have this it gives that strength self-belief we believe in ourselves i like that i like that analysis of that like that's so true like i think when when you do connect with somebody else you feel more connected with yourself mm. when you connect with like you said even nature and and just you know nature around you you feel more connected with yourself mm -hmm. so maybe that can that seeking of connection with others and with our surroundings helps us get closer to ourselves yeah for sure and that, I don't think there is a, a formula because it's no, not it's not a formula. Thing, right? Absolutely, <laughs> so personal. And I'd love yeah. to hear even other people's perspectives on it. Like, what that, mm -hmm. what does that mean to you, listeners? Like, you know, yeah. what does it mean to be connected to yourself? It's super, super, like interesting question. And you know, it, uh, maybe it's not a thought people have had. So, no, I love that, Miguel. You brought this to to um, to the cafe episode. Actually, I want to add one more thing. Maybe dancing and singing is another form of really connecting with oneself because it's I totally through the agree. senses, through the body, and dancing and stumping into the ground. Yeah, there's something really tribal and innate to us, to our ancestors. And when we do that, we feel probably freedom and empowerment and peace. Yeah, no, that's beautiful. Yeah, no, absolutely. Our third response is from Monica from Portugal. Uh, she said, when you feel like you're, you are in a corner, what type of questions can you ask yourself? In a corner, in a mental or physical corner? I in, a, in, a, <laughs> in a mental <laughs> corner, you feel like you're in a corner mentally. Um, what type of questions could you ask yourself to, I guess, you know, well, to get, get out of the corner? Well, I would, first of all, take three deep breaths. And then instead of reacting, I would try to find a response. And to get out of the corner, you probably need to de de 
die, die, die late the situation. So I would not be I would not be offensive. I would be defensive and would offer some understanding and say, um, okay, or maybe I would even say, I'm in the corner. I don't really know what to say right now, but I hear you. It doesn't mean I agree, but I hear you and I respect your your opinion. Yeah, sure. So like that's between like maybe two people. What if you put mm -hmm. yourself in the corner? Just your thoughts put you in the corner and you just feel like, ah, I'm stuck. Mm. How do you kind of, what kind of questions could you ask yourself to, to kind of get away from that stuck feeling? Well, um, well that's a self-inquiry. So again, three deep breaths. Why am I in this corner? What does this corner want to teach me? There's something there why I'm in this corner, actually. Let's look at it. Let's not shy away. There is a, The corner is there for a reason. Maybe it has been there many, many, many times, but this time around I'm actually realizing I'm in the corner. Mm, maybe that's mm. true as well. Yeah, yeah. And you realize, yeah. But you do feel it like, you know, you know, I, I, when you're in that place of feeling stuck or in the corner, like everything, you feel it mentally, emotionally, physically. You just feel like there's no, there's no way out. There is no way out. So then we surrender. <laughs> <laughs> well like okay i'm in the corner let's just I'm sit in the down corner. and let's That's... just have a seat Ooh. and see what this corner is gonna look like and then again why am i in this corner i mean struggling and and kicking you know it's not gonna get us out of the corner yeah um, just more let yourself... exhausting right Sure. Yeah, no, so that's a good point. Like let yourself be in the corner and go, okay, well, what, what has put me in this place? And like, mm. why has it put me in this place? Like what, why is mm. it making me feel like this? Yeah. And then it will probably find some answers. Yeah, sure. And like, I overreacted again. I shouldn't have done this. Why am I doing this? And it's not that we have to beat ourselves up, but maybe it can be a really powerful aha moment. Like, wow. Mm -hmm. so as a pattern yeah when you're put in it when you feel like you you put yourself in a corner I, i'm not assuming it happens all the time like you know I, i think it's not something or in my life anyway that i find myself regularly in but mm. in a time that it has happened for you um do you seek other people and like maybe think out loud with them to to help you out of the corner or is this something that you need to do just with yourself hmm, that's an interesting question i think i'd probably go within myself first and try to figure out what it is and why i'm there and then probably try to find a pattern within myself and then probably yes talk to your trusted friend And be like, wow, this happened again. And I see this within myself and I'm not sure how I can be with it. Or And sometimes even by just talking to a friend, that already offers the solution because you it have, does. have to, you know, talk it out. And then you're like, oh, well, thanks for listening. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes a friend doesn't even need to say anything. You're just talking yeah. out loud with the person there. And you're like, oh, you come to that realization yourself. Mm -hmm. which is usually the best moment really actually pulls you out of that stuck moment instead of maybe a friend giving you their advice or their opinion. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes it's good to have 
also a friend who is not involved in the situation and they offer because they 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 they're neutral and then they can um offer you a different point of view and that's sometimes very refreshing. Yes, we absolutely. Don't see it because we're in the corner. Absolutely, you get another perspective on the situation. You're like, oh, I didn't see it that way, and that's what this all these cafe episodes are all about. So, thank you so much, um, listeners, for sending you in, in these responses. And um, I'd love to ask you, Claudia, how has this conversation with me made you reflect or highlight anything to you right now? Um, it's always beautiful to talk to you and listen to your podcast because it's thought provoking and, you know, it's, sometimes it's, it's like, hmm, yeah, exactly. Like, as you said, it's like, oh, that's a different perspective. I didn't think about this. And do, it's also sometimes there's a resistance even there. I'm like, hmm, I don't know about that opinion. <laughs> but then, you know, you walk, I, I walk down the street or go about my day and then it comes even back and I'm like, now that's actually that's like, it was a good point. I remember that now. Yeah? So it's always I love I love I'm a curious being and I love to get this mental stimulation. So thank you. You're welcome, Claudia. So yeah, thank you, listeners. It's been a, always very interesting hearing these different questions and perspectives and adding to the conversation. And and you know, like I, I love to always say that we all have come from different backgrounds and have different experiences and have different ways of thinking. So it's great to add these perspectives and bring it to the forefront for all of us to hear. And I think that allows us to develop a clearer picture. So that yes, thank you again, Claudia, for joining me on this cafe discussion. Thank you for listening to the Get to Know You Cafe. If you enjoyed this podcast, rate, review, and share the podcast on Facebook or Instagram. You can tag me at Get to Know You with Tiffany Farag. Be sure to listen to Tuesday's podcast and send in your responses for us to include next Thursday on the Get to Know You Cafe to further deepen dialogue on this topic. If you have any topics you would like us to discuss, be sure to tag me in a post with your question. Join us every Thursday on the Get to Know You Cafe.